Upskis, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We are on episode 92 of my little wrestling recap show where once a week I go through all of the major wrestling shows in the WWE and AEW, give you the recap, let you know what's going on in storylines, see if there's any good wrestling matches at the end of the week. I award my three stars going to my three favorite matches that I watched this week. So, Let's dive into it. We got Crown Jewel is over. We got the aftermath. Let's dive into Monday Night Raw in Mohegan. Does anyone know where Mohegan is? World Heavyweight Champion Seth frickin' Rollins welcomes the crowd. He wants to thank Drew McIntyre for a good match at Crown Jewel. I can agree with that. It was a pretty good match. Sami Zayn arrives. Seth thanks him for the assist on Saturday. Just thanking everybody. Why don't you just thank me? Jeez. Sammy says he did it, he did it for The Rock. No, but he did it so that the Judgment Day doesn't become the new bloodline. Fair enough. Rollins offers Sammy a title shot, whoever, whenever, however, all that stuff. But Zayn declines because Rollins' back is absolutely Dunyan rings. That dude, he's got a fucked up back. Seth offers one more time, take the shot. Sammy accepts, but he wants his shot tonight oh snap huge announcement right there and a pretty damn good way to open up raw thumbs up for that we got judgment day they are rallying backstage damian and finn balor getting ready for their match which is coming up right now against the new day damian takes a kingston kick right in the face i mean oh man he clocked him right in the mouth but this only fires up judgment day Priest with the cheap shot on Woods. We got the choke slam and the stomp combo. Judgment Day grab a W. Pretty solid quick tag team match right here. Really aggressive performance out of Priest. I mean, maybe that, that kick right in the mouth just actually pissed him off. And he just took it to New Day. Pretty solid. We move on to Shinsuke Nakamura going up against my boy Tazawa with the Alpha Academy. Tazawa goes for the top rope senton, but Shinsuke has his knees up. Nails a King Shasa for a quick W. Damn it, Tazawa. Damn it. Otis enters the ring. He starts to challenge Shinsuke, but Nakamura leaves. He's not, nope, not having any of that shit. We move on to the number one contender's fatal four-way match for the Intercontinental Championship. It's The Miz versus Bronson Reed versus Ivar with Valhalla versus Ricochet. Bronson launching Ricochet off of the ropes into a Rana on Ivar. Ricochet lands on his head just a little bit right there, but still a thumbs up. That was ridiculous. Really cool looking move. Ricochet dive is caught by Ivar and Reed, and then they just hum him into the Miz. How you doing? We got the Tower of Doom. Ivar takes the worst of that spot. There is a double pinfall. It's Miz and Ivar. Referee counts both Miz and Ivar winning at the same time. Well, no. The replay shows Miz actually got the pinfall. Ivar, uh, whoever he was pinning, actually just kicked out at two. So, Miz actually wins this match fair and square. Uh, This makes Ivar 11 out of 10 lose his mind on Miz. Just beats the crap out of him. What a sore freaking loser. Jeez. 
Uh, but a fun spot-filled match right here. Great mix in the ring. I liked uh, Ivar and Bronson both being the big men, but they're also really athletic. I would give Ivar the edge on the athleticism, but both are top-notch. You got Miz, kind of the everyman, and then, of course, Ricochet. Doing the Ricochet f- thing, flying all over the place. Loved that lo- that rope launch, though. Holy crap. Didn't quite, like, nail the spot perfectly, but I thought, like, that launch was really cool. It looked... Made my eyes pop. I liked it. And everyone getting their moment to shine in this match was good. And Miz winning. I mean, I like that. I think the Miz is underrated. So that's awesome. Seven and a half out of ten. Good match. We move on. It's Creed's and Ivy Nile. They get signed to Monday Night Raw officially. About freaking time. And they are going to have their debut match right now. Against DIY. Oh my goodness. I, I'm wet. Straight up. Julius with a nice dive, Brutus hits a cannonball off of the apron, DIY hit a cool dual backplex maneuver, Gargano nails Julius with the poison, Rana, hell of a sell right there, Champa goes off on the creeds, nails a a Willow's Bell, fairy tale ending, but Julius kicks out of that, wow. Kaiser of Imperium shows up, cheap shot to Johnny Gargano, allows the Creeds to hit the Brutus Ball for the big debut victory right there, alright, Creeds showing off their athleticism, of course, I mean, so strong and fast, like, just so freaking good, and DIY, nice tag moves, good chemistry with the Creeds, I'm into it, man, Imperium tossed into the mix, I mean... I don't like the shenanigans, but I like that they're involving Imperium. That is a great trio of tag teams right there to get these guys on the map. So really digging this stuff right here and a good debut match for the Creeds. Seven and a half at that. We move on. It's the man, Becky Lynch, getting interviewed at the upcoming Battle Royale. She gets interrupted by Nia Jax, who reminds Becky she broke her face. Becky reminds Nia, well, after she broke her face, she won at WrestleMania and became the man. And also, Nia Jax got fired. You win this round, Becky. You win this round. Thumbs up. Green and Piper are greeted by Shayna and Stark, who want to tear them apart. So, is Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler becoming a tag team right now? I mean, the fit is there. I mean, they're both kind of aggressive, striking uh, offensive maneuvers, I can see that, but man, I really want Zoe to just run off on her own, but we'll see how it plays out, interesting, we got women's heavyweight championship number one contenders, battle royale, let's do this shit, Becky is jumped by Zaya Lee, oh no, Lynch can't compete, and Zaya Lee is removed from the battle royale, so okay, shit is getting real now with Becky and Zaya Lee, they're more than likely going to get into Something serious after that one, so that sucks, but is also kind of cool. Nikki still staring off into space. No idea what's going on with Nikki. She is eliminated first, and I don't think she cares. We got Knox is eliminated, or she eliminates Piper Nevin, my apologies. Ivy Nile with the military press. Uh, uh, Chance is eliminated by her. That was sweet, just showing off the strength. Gotta love a good old military press elimination. And then the final four uh, gang up on Nia Jax to eliminate her. It's Ivy Nile, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stock, and Raquel Rodriguez are the final four. Jax is super pissed off. She takes it out on Ivy. Boo! Zoe and Baszler team up on Raquel, taking her out. 
Baszler eating super kicks for breakfast. So Zoe nails an apron DDT on Shayna to win the battle royale. Oh, Fuck yeah, that is my girl, Zoe Stock. Strong breakout performance right there. I mean, she's already had a handful of strong performances on the main roster already, but this is her number one contender shot now, so that is awesome. And she should be a fucking awesome opponent for Rhea Ripley. She nailed her with a gorgeous 360 or a Z360 at the Crown Jewel, I believe that's where she hit it. So uh, a little seed was planted there quite possibly. So something that they can go on with this storyline. I thought Ivy Nile looked really good in this one. No idea, like I said, what's going on with Nikki right now. It's interesting, but there's only so many weeks we can go on with her staring off into space. I thought it was a really well done Battle Royale overall. 8 out of 10. Rhea Ripley is greeted by the winner backstage, Zoe Stocks, who's looking to take Rhea's title at the Survivor Series. Oh, baby, I'm excited for that match. Should be really good. Now it is main event time. World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Seth Rollins, with a really nice pink robe on, I must say, defends against Sami Zayn. Zami is playing some... Did I say Zami? Sammy plays some mind games, slapping Seth's back, doing some fancy flips and shit. Seth is rattled. Sammy avoids a stomp, hitting a blue thunder bomb. We got a near fall right there. Zane locks in a lion tamer. It goes into the Boston Crab. Rollins counters into a roll-up, pins Zane to retain the championship yet again. Really nice back-and-forth match right here. Some close calls for Zane. I mean, didn't really think he would win. It's kind of out of nowhere, and it wouldn't feel right, really. And Seth, man, I mean, the fighting champion... Good performance right there out of him. 7.5 out of 10. Really good match. Sammy is absolutely heartbroken in the ring, but still shakes Seth's hand. And he leaves, only to get blindsided by the Judgment Day. Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso arrive for backup. You better believe hell breaks loose. Adam Pierce has seen enough. He announces it will be Judgment Day versus Rhodes, Zane, Uso, and Seth in a Survivor Series match. It's War Games. Oh, fuck yeah. I feel so bad for Seth. I hope he's okay, but War Games, baby. Love me some War Games. And a sweet way to end the show right there. Great follow-up Raw after Crown Jewel, I must say. Might have been better show than Crown Jewel itself. I am beyond happy. The Creeds are finally on Raw, having a strong debut match to boot. That makes me happy. Fatal 4-Way match was good, the Battle Royale was great, and a heavyweight championship match. I mean, fuck, man. I I would listen to the argument that this Monday Night Raw was better than Crown Jewel. They brought it, it was good, you setting up a War Games match, great Raw. Now we go to NXT 2.0. We are starting with a Heritage Cup match. No Amdar with the metaphor defending against my boy Akira Tozawa with the Alpha Academy. Dar hitting a controversial late uh, superplex on Tozawa to end the round. That starts a little bit of rabbling. Rabble, 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 rabble. Dar roll up on Tozawa, grabbing the tights, stealing the first fall. He is up 1-0. And then cheap shots Akira like a little dink that he is. Boo. Metaphor and Alpha Academy arguing with each other. Tozawa locking in an ankle lock, forcing Dar to tap out. It's all tied up at 1. 
And that is the end of round four. There you go. Meta four distracting the referee. Knocks Tazawa off of the top rope. Rutro. Dar running Enziguri pins Tazawa to retain the Heritage Cup. Two to one. Good showing here for Tazawa. I mean, I just, I love this guy. I'm always going to be happy to see him. And really nice to see him getting an opportunity for some sort of gold. That's nice. Dar quality heel performance right there. Good match. Seven at ten. We got Lola Vice brags to Kalani Jordan about beating her in the finals of the Women's Breakout Tournament. Kalani reminds her Lopez helped her win, so uh-huh. Perez backs up Kalani, so we could be having something here. New NXT Women's Champion, Lyra Valkyria is in the ring. She is celebrating her big win over Becky Lynch. Crowd chants, you deserve it. And I agree, I'll give that a thumbs up. Here comes Zaya Lee, yucking the yum, butting her way into the celebration. We got a little bit of trash talk. Leads to a security guard getting knocked out by Zaya Lee. Holy crap, that's just a little bit much. Zaya Lee, calm down. Moving on, it's Alpha Academy cheering up poor Tazawa. They get greeted by Drew Gulak and his crew talking trash. Otis ain't having it, challenges Gulak to a match. All right. Iron Survivor Challenge Qualifier match up next. It's Tiffany Stratton going up against Fallon Henley. Stratton tosses Fallon out of the ring. We got a nasty splat right there for Fallon. Did not look good. Tiffany wears down Henley's knee. Nails a pretty moonsault to advance in the tournament. A solid quick match. Stratton looking pretty dominant in this one. A uh, little, you know, I, I like Fallon Henley. I think she could break out at some point. But I guess tonight was not that night. We got Wes Lee exchanging words with Baron Corbin backstage. Uh, things don't get too heated and not much going on right there. Braun Breaker versus Von Wagner up next with Mr. Stone. Wagner powers out of the camel clutch. Wagner saves Mr. Stone, but eats a couple of spears in the process, and Breaker wins. Boo! A quick adrenaline uh, hoss fight. I mean, it was fine. I was hoping for a little bit more after, what, like, a, what, three, four weeks now of Vaughn being in the hospital and, and the buildup with Mr. Stone. I was hoping for a little bit more. Braun wants to hurt Stone, but Wagner saves him, blasting Breaker through the announce table, and the crowd enjoys that, and I guess that helps my disappointment. So, yeah, okay, good with that. Moving on, Kalani, Jordan, and Roxanne Perez teaming up against Lola Vice and Electra Lopez. Prop Rocks, Pop, Prop Rocks, Pop Rocks, and a die from Roxanne allows Jordan to nail the split-legged moonsault for a quick W. Ariana Grace interrupts trying to announce the winner, but she gets clocked right in the face, and she's down. She's down. Poor Ariana Grace. So, again, she's got a little personality, Ariana Grace, so kind of digging it. We'll see where it goes with her. We get another weird video of Gacy. He's planning some weird things, again, all by himself here. So, I guess the schism are done, but, I I mean, I think we're all going to be good with that. We got Otis and Alpha Academy, or sorry, Otis with Alpha Academy going up against Drew Gulak with his posse. We got a nice top rope clothesline by Drew. Otis with the high angle backplex takes Drew's head off with a lariat, nails a pop-up powerbomb. Otis grabs a nice win. Like what I'm seeing right here in this match, good chemistry. Otis showing, uh, showing off some new moves, I mean... 
when he's with Alpha Academy, when he's fighting with uh, Chad, Chad does a lot of the heavy lifting, and Otis can wrestle. I've seen him do it before with heavy machinery. He's a good wrestler. He just doesn't have to do all that much. He's mostly the, the what do you call it, the, the comedy in the match. He'll do the worm. But, yeah, nice to see him getting in some different offense. Gulak was selling it pretty nicely. Solid match right here. We got Mr. Chase handed some mysterious documents from J.C. Jane. Mr. Chase's reaction makes it look like it's some pretty bad papers. So, okay, we'll find out at some point what's going on with that. Main event time, Iron Survivor qualifying match. Dijak going up against Tyler Bate. Dijak throws Bate into a glass barricade. That just looks painful. Uh, Hits Tyler with a choke slam. We got a near fall right there. Bait with the big, strong boy airplane spin. Dijak counter backflip off of the top rope. Lands on his feet. Goodness gracious, Dijak. You're ridiculous. Hits the discus boot, but Bait kicks out of that. Dijak counters a Tyler driver. Hits feast for your eyes. Pins and advances to the Iron Survivor match. Oh, fuck yeah. That's my boy, Dijak. Huge W right there. And a great performance, as always. Come on, it's Dijak. Kind of stinks. I will say that Tyler Bate won't be in this match. I mean, I was going to be happy either way. Whoever wins this, huge fan of both of these guys. But I don't know. Maybe there'll be a spot for Tyler Bate if something happens. We'll see. But really good job in this match putting over Dijak. Seven and a half at then. We got Carmelo Hayes has a face-to-face with Trick Williams. Mello and Trick hashing things out as friends. Trick just wants his chance at glory. I mean, very understandable. Still unknown exactly who attacked Trick last week. Mello about to give Trick the truth, but out comes Lexus King, making things worse for everybody. Trick takes a swing at King, but he misses, nailing Mello in the face. Oh, yeah. Trick offers his hand to Mello. Mello takes it. Oh my goodness, man. We got some drama right here. Good moment between Trick and Mello. Thumbs up between them. I like this dramatic storyline that's going on. And interesting adding King to this. I mean, it's the new guy. He's got some name behind him. And uh, adding him to the major storyline here. So, you know, he didn't provide a lot in this segment. But it's interesting. And I'm glad that they're at least putting him in a, in a spot where he can at least try to succeed. So, decent doing that. Uh, a little bit disappointed that, like... Not necessarily someone turned heel, like I'm kind of expecting Mello to turn heel here. Maybe they're holding off on that for a little bit. Is one of them, Trick or Mello, going to end up siding with Lexus King at some point? Interesting. So, I, I again, I like the addition of Alexis King right here, and that's the end of the show. Solid NXT. Most of the matches were honestly too short to really comment on. Bait and Dijak, though, that was a quality match. Tazawa getting airtime makes me happy. Get a little comedy in the show, and the Trick and Carmelo stuff continues to intrigue me. I, I am excited to see the next episode and see what's going on. Six and a half out of ten for NXT 2.0. Let's do it right this week. So let's go to SmackDown. Let's keep all the WWE stuff all together. SmackDown is in Columbus, Ohio this week. Oh, geez. And we got, what do we got? It's special guest commentator Kevin Owens will be on commentary for the whole entire show. This makes me happy. But also sad that he's not, you know, going to be wrestling or doing anything. But he's going to be on the show for the entire thing. So, uh, I mean, that's good. 
So we got LWO there in the ring. Rey Mysterio looking for a rematch versus Logan Paul. Here comes Carlito. He shows up late. Grabs the microphone claiming that Santos Escobar is to blame for Rey losing the match. Because Santos is the one that left the brass knuckles on the apron. Now he didn't leave them there for, you know, Logan Paul to use them. He just so happened to use the the brass knuckles that Santos left there. LWO begin to argue with each other and we move into a match because Bobby Lashley interrupts this argument. So it's Carlito with the LWO going up against Bobby Lashley with the Street Profits. Profits and the LWO are battling with each other on the outside. Dawkins hits a pounce, sends Port Del Toro flying. Lashley hits a spear on Carlito, grabbing the W. And bro, I am getting flashbacks from like 2007, seeing Bobby Lashley and Carlito wrestling a match against each other again. Pretty cool. Uh, The match was all right. Mysterio and Santos arguing with each other. Ray throws a punch at Santos. Oh no. Ray with the instant regret tries to apologize, but Santos snaps, attacks Ray Mysterio, crushing his leg between the steel steps, tells him he loves him, and then leaves. All right, yo, I'm getting some mixed single signals right here from Santos. Um, but damn, bro, the, the breakup has happened. Uh, honestly, you know. I, I wanted this breakup to happen over the United States Championships on Logan Paul now, but I'm still kind of getting what I want here with this breakup. I got Santos going back heel. I much prefer him as a heel. So yeah, we'll see where the storyline goes. I hope they nail this. I'm uh, pretty excited. We got Bailey. She cuts a promo. She's cheesed off about Kyrie Zane showing up at Crown Jewel and Columbus wetting her during her promo. What the heck? EO, Dakota, and Kyrie Zane arrive. EO and Dakota say Zane is cool, man. Just it's all good. Kyrie tells Bailey she respects her and wants a hug. Bailey says, I don't do the hug thing no more. Get away from me. But she gets a big old group hug anyway. That's that's some great stuff. Thumbs up for that. Bianca interrupts, says fine. She will beat all three of them with her friends. It's Charlotte Flair and Asuka. So a six women tag team match is made for later on in the show. But now we got Dragon Lee going up against Cedric Alexander. Oh, snap. Dragon hits the back-flipping DDT to put away Cedric for the victory. Now, this match was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I didn't have... There was a lot of things going on in this match, but... uh, Just an awesome high-flying match. Both men, just crazy. Really nice to see Cedric Alexander. I mean, great guy to put in the ring with Dragon Lee. Cedric, one of the better sellers I've seen. He's got awesome offense. I am dying to see a nice lumbar check again. Fucking love that move. But crazy high-flying offense for both men. Crazy fast pace. I mean, I would love for them to bring back cruiserweight and stuff like that. But for some reason, every time they try, they just don't get it right. The last time there was some really good cruiserweight wrestling in the WWE was the cruiserweight classic or the open weight classic, something like that. That shit was dope. But this match, really good. Seven and a half out of 10. I would like these see, to see these two guys go at it again. And now it's time for LA Knight to talk to us. Yeah. Things didn't go exactly to plan at Crown Jewel. You know, Jimmy Uso screwed up everything, but LA Knight ain't done with the bloodline. Nana. Grayson Waller comes out to get chirped by LA Knight. 
Waller takes a swing. It gets blocked by LA Knight, who drops Waller with one punch. Yeah, Knight doing a good job right here, getting the crowd back into it with him, with this really good promo. Doesn't seem like he skipped a beat or lost any momentum whatsoever. The crowd was literally chanting, it's okay, to LA Knight. So everyone still loves LA Knight, yeah? Thumbs up. Now it's time for a match. Grayson Waller versus LA Knight, yeah? Waller tries a rolling stunner that gets countered by Knight, nails the BFT, and grabs a W. Good rebound W right here for LA Knight. Solid match. Waller gets in a, a little bit of offense, but, you know, we want LA Knight looking strong here in victory. Theory and Waller start bullying Kevin Owens. They dump water on his head like a lot of water. Not a good idea. KO, uh, on top of that, they also throw an empty water bottle at Kevin Patrick. Again, horrible idea, and you have crossed the line, good sir. Kevin Owens has seen enough. He loses his mind on A-Town down Anda, nailing stunners. Hell yeah, Kevin Owens. We move to that six-women tag team match. Damage control, EO Bailey and Kyrie Zane with Dakota going up against Belair, Flair, and Asuka. Damage control using shady tactics to keep Bianca isolated in this match. And then, all of a sudden, it's Asuka changing teams, misting Bianca in the face, and then kicking her right in the head. How you doing? Asuka hugs it out with Sane, Eo, and Bailey. Hell breaks loose. The match is over. Forget about it. It's DQ'd. Flair tries to take out damage control all by herself. She gets overwhelmed. Pinhead, I mean, Shotzi runs down, gets her ass kicked by the new Omega Damage Control. Oh, fuck yeah. And that's the end of SmackDown. Uh, Kevin Owens on commentary. Very entertaining, I would say. Enjoyed that. LA Knight seems to be recovering just fine after losing to Roman. Still really hot with the crowd and continues his winning ways. So good stuff. LWO splitting up. And damage control adding Asuka insane makes them a huge threat on the roster right now. Uh, in terms of the women division, I don't. There's no one stopping stopping that. Uh, Charlotte's probably gonna try to build up some sort of team, but I'm hoping damage control comes out uh, at Survivor Series with the win. Uh, wrestling, I must say, not so much the focus on SmackDown this week. Uh, the best you got is Cedric versus Dragon Lee, which was the only highlight, I would say, for wrestling on SmackDown. But still a solid show. 6 out of 10 for SmackDown. Let's go now to AEW. We got Dynamite in Portland. Ooh, baby. We got MJF interviewed about getting pinned by Jay White. He shakes that off. It doesn't matter. He's still looking for a partner. Adam Cole suggesting you should probably take Samoa Joe's offer. Danny Garcia and co. get into MJF's face. Roderick shows up with the kingdom, screaming and yelling all that crap. MJF, he can't take no more, and he leaves. So the champion, very stressed out right now. So AEW World Championship match. On top of that, the very stressed out MJF defending against Danny Garcia with Menard and Parker. So MJF imitates Garcia's dance. I fucking love it. So good. Garcia locks in a submission. Gets a little cocky doing his dance. MJF catches Danny's arm. Applies the salt of the earth. And Garcia taps out. MJF retains the AEW World Championship. 
Good, entertaining opening match right here. Garcia, good showing. I mean, I wish, you know, he got a little bit more time and maybe focused a little bit more on not dancing, but still a good showing. Champion, bouncing back. Uh, bouncing back with a good uh, victory right here. I'm struggling. 7 out of 10, good match. Garcia not wanting to shake hands with Max. Eventually, after some persuasion from the champion, shakes hands. Sportsmanship. Hell yeah. Moving on, Darby, Allen, and Sting versus the Outrunners. It's Turbo and Magnum. Outrunners doing a pretty all right uh, job. They decide to celebrate with some posing. Sting enters the ring, whoops some ass, locks in the Scorpion Deathlock. Sting and Darby grab another W. The Sting retirement tour continues continues along, and man, it you can see it all over Sting's face. He is having a fucking blast right now. Really great to see. Thumbs up. We move on. It is time for Timeless Tony and Hikaru Shida's contract signing with Tony Schiavone. Shida asks Tony, the fuck happened to you, bro? You have lost your mind. Tony goes off with a timeless monologue. The contract is signed, and this was a funny segment. Thumbs up for that. We move on to Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana versus Penta with Alex. Cool handspring flip over the ropes by Swerve. That gets me every time. I always think he's going to, like, fucking hurt himself, but every time I go, ooh... Penta nails a nice dive. Crowd likes that. We got a flurry of kicks and counters traded between Penta and Swerve. Penta nails a destroyer on the apron. Good God almighty. Thumbs up for that. Penta flipped into the corner. Awkward fall right there. Swerve misses a 450 splash. The arm snap. And made in Japan. We got a near fall right there. Swerve gets revenge, snaps Penta's arm, hits a top rope, stomp, pins, and wins. Holy jumping. Certified banger right there. Wicked match. Hell of a performance from both men. Working so smoothly together, man. Oh, my God. They're so... Love the chemistry. So many good counters. Awesome high spots. The crowd was so into this match. Eight and a half out of ten. So was I. Love this match. Hangman arrives, goes absolutely crazy on Swerve, hitting him with a dead eye on the stage or off of the stage through a pile of tables. Holy shit. Thumbs up. That was that was wild. We move on. It's the Golden Jets, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho. They are met backstage by the Young Bucks, who remind them about the elite and who started AEW. Neither are booked for full gear yet, so the Young Bucks suggest let's have a match. Jericho wants to make it spicy, see who's the best tag team. Omega talks some serious trash right here to the Bucks, walks off like a beast. Big match made right here in a really good segment. Love the trash talking. Uh, Feels very real, like they're blurring the lines with these promos. Thumbs up. Ring of Honor Television Championship on the line. Samoa Joe defends against Keith Lee. Oh, baby, I can already feel the ground shaking. Keith showing his speed and strength off to Samoa Joe, catching the champion off a guard. I mean, he jumped over Joe at one point. Very impressive. Keith looks ready. Joe hits a knee breaker, begins to wear down Keith's knee. Lee manages a pop-up powerbomb, picks up Joe again, but the knee buckles. Joe catches Lee in the coquina clutch, passes out, and Joe retains the television championship yet again. 
I must say, probably the best match I've seen out of Keith Lee in quite some time. Maybe one of his best matches, if not the best match in AEW so far. Uh, well done, man. Looks, uh, he also just looks good. He looks like he's lost some weight, looking trim, moving good in the ring. He looks like he's got that swagger back, so encouraging. And just a good big Haas match right here. 7 out of 10. Joe cuts a promo, says he's the best Ring of Honor television champion of all time, and then shockingly just relinquishes the title because he's going to be the AEW world champion next. I mean, whoa, shocking and badass move right here. I mean, I got to give it a thumbs up. Um, I mean, it's it's a smart-ish way because uh, it's it's kind of difficult to beat Samoa Joe right now, take that title off him, especially, I mean... Is there, I, I, maybe they have someone in mind to put the title on. I mean, just keep it on him, honestly. But uh, interesting. We'll see how it goes. I mean, he's going to look like an idiot if he doesn't win that championship. So we'll see. We move on. It's Orange Cassidy. A little promo from him backstage says he feels incomplete until he defeats John Moxley. Moxley responds, it's not about the gold, baby, but he is going to destroy Orange Cassidy. Classic Moxley promo right here. Good stuff. We move on. It is the Guns, Austin and Colton with Juice Robinson versus the Bollywood Boys. Oh, snap. Guns nail 310 to Yuma for a squash win. Oh, poor Bollywood Boys. Guns cut a promo on on MJF, calls the fans fat pieces of shit and to shut your mouth. Nice heel promo right here from the guns. I mean, calling them fat pieces of shit, that's always going to get you some heat. Moving on, it's Red Velvet going up against Julia Hart. We got a cool slam pulling off, uh, pulling Julia Hart off of the top rope by Velvet. That was a cool move. Julia hits the moonsault, grabbing another victory. Nice return match for Velvet. Didn't, uh, didn't get the W right here, sadly, but looking really fast and very, very flexible. Like, I wish I could get my leg up like that. Solid match right here. Julia locks in Heartless on Velvet. Oh, no. Sky Blue and Statlander come to Velvet's aid. We got a long stare-off between Blue and Heart, but nothing happens. So, you know, we've been kind of speculating that is Sky Blue, like, under some sort of spell of Julia Hart? Maybe that's why they didn't come to blows right here. So, we still don't have an answer yet, but I still have my suspicions that Sky Blue is possessed by Julia Hart. There you go. Moving on, Maria May introduces herself as the newest member of the women's division, and she is a big old fan of Timeless Tony. So, I mean, excited. Uh, She seems, I mean, you know, it's hard to gauge uh, someone in like 14 seconds, but uh, welcome Maria May. There you go. Main event time, Jay White with the Bang Bang Gang versus Mark Briscoe for Jay White's AEW title shot at full gear. Briscoe giving White some of that redneck kung fu. What the? Bullet Club gets involved. Boo! Briscoe hits a Death Valley driver and a beautiful froggy bow, but Jay White kicks out of that. White hits a Kiwi crusher, and before that, you could just hear uh, Juice Robinson so clearly just hit him with the Kiwi crusher. Love that shit. Blade Runner and Jay White pins and keeps his shot at the title for MJF at full gear. Really good, fast-paced match. Uh, Stinks about the Bullet Club shenanigans, getting involved in all that, but it's kind of the way she goes right now. 
Briscoe, great effort. Shout out to Juice making me giggle throughout this match. Screaming and yelling. That guy's voice is just so unique. 7.5 out of 10. Really good match. Bullet Club doing more damage to Mark Briscoe. MJF out for the save. Jay White runs away like a chicken. Then a video starts playing. It's the masked people are attacking the acclaimed. Oh no! They smash Caster through a real fake glass window. Uh-oh. Max runs to check on the acclaimed. Samoa Joe pops out, says, You're running out of partners, champ. Oh snap, Samoa Joe. Oh, you little sneaky fuck. Is he behind it? I don't know, but he might be. So it looks like the acclaimed are no longer options for MJF. What's he going to do now? Well, we're going to have to find out next week or something because the show's over. Great dynamite right here. Really, really hot Portland crowd. Good on you. Bringing the energy to this show. MJF storyline really got me hooked right now. Who's attacking this guy? Is he going to hold on to the championship? Uh, it's, it's really stacked up against the champion right now. Absolutely loving Samoa Joe right now. This guy is badass. Like He is, he is just on fire right now. Loving it. Sting retirement tour is a lot of fun. Just loving watching this guy having so much fun. Good matches on this show, especially Penta and Swerve. That's certified bangage. Check it out. But doing the Bollywood boys dirty, bro. How could you? How could you? The Bollywood boys, man, they're all right. Remember that time when Randy Orton slammed them too hard? Eh, if you know, you know. Eight out of ten for Dynamite. Great show. We go to Rampage. They are in Oakland this week. We got Ricky Starks with Big Bill going up against Preston Vance, who I believe I called Tristan Vance last week. So my apologies, Preston. Starks counters Vance's full Nelson with a roll-up. We got a near fall right there. And then a really clunky-looking Mishinoku driver by Vance. Bill and Ricky make a distraction. We got a cheap shot from Bill on Vance. Spear from Starks pins and defeats Tristan Vance. Preston Vance, damn it. <laughs> Solid opener right here. Uh, some nice counters. Bill and Ricky attack Vance after the bell. And Roosh is out there for the save. We move on. It's Jeff Jarrett and the Entourage. They're being lame backstage, as they always are. And Ortiz stops by, tries to fight all of them, but he is overwhelmed and beaten down. So, all right, I guess Ortiz wants to deal with the Entourage. Don't we all? They suck. Moving on, it is Red Velvet going up against Ruby Soho. We got Velvet choking Ruby out with her boot while she's doing the splits. I thought that was pretty key. We got a nice standing moonsault from Velvet. Ruby hits a couple of backplex drivers and then receives a bouquet of flowers randomly right in the middle of the match. Ruby almost gets rolled up, but she gets out. Velvet nails a head kick on Ruby, pins, and grabs a big win. Fall, uh, the flowers were strange, man. Uh, apparently, turns out it was Angelo Parker who sent them, so I guess... Angelo Parker and Ruby Soho are beginning a relationship. How nice. Uh, but nice to see Velvet picking up the win right here. Nice performance out of her. I love when she does the stirred up thing. That's that's my jam right there. So good on Red Velvet. Moving on, it is the Kingdom. Taven and Bennett with Roddy Strong. They are they're, they're promoting No Neck November. Goodness gracious. And they're going up. Against the Los Suavistadors, or something. Suavistados. I don't know. They're going up against some guys. Kingdom hit the neck check for another squash victory. 
Roddy runs in for a quick cheap shot, and back into the wheelchair he goes. A pretty funny squash match right here. Uh, I, I will admit it, though I'm not huge on Roderick Strong's yelling, it is starting to get over with the crowd, so there is that. We go to the main event now. It is Commander and El Vikingo. Yay, they listened. They're putting him in the main event. With Alex going up against FTR. Commander crashing and burning, diving headfirst into the announce table. That was vicious. Thankfully, he is okay. We got a funny park bench and dropkick combo on Dax by the Luchadors. That was just... That was just funny. I, I'm surprised we don't see more park benching in wrestling. We got a nice... Uh, nail. Uh, the Luchadors nailing stereo 450 splashes on FTR. That was just lovely. Thumbs up for that. Wheeler with a wicked gory bomb. I mean, I've never seen one done that fast. I was rather impressed. Dax catches Vikingo, plants him with the tombstone. We got a near fall right there. Commander missing a shooting star press, gets hit with a shatter machine, and FTR grabbed the W. I mean, I'm happy that uh, my luchadors here got the main event. Uh, didn't go so good last week when they had them uh, kicking off the show, and it was so good it kind of ruined the rest of the show. But there we go. They're in the main event, and a great main event at that with FTR. Crowd loving the high-flying FTR, hard-hitting, great chemistry in this match. I really like the way FTR works with high-flying teams. Just, yeah, nice near falls and a really smooth pace all throughout. 8 out of 10, great match. And that's the end of Rampage. Like I said, felt much better uh, than last week having, you know, it's, it's hard. I guess sometimes you can tell what match is probably going to be the best one, but... Yeah, they definitely didn't save the best for last last week, and it kind of hurt the show. This time, they saved the best match for last, and it worked. So, a decent Rampage, going to give it a 6 out of 10. And we move to Collision, and they remain in Oakland. So, usually Dynamite and Rampage are in the same place, but now it's Rampage and Collision. Well, I'll keep an eye on that and see if that continues. Anyway, we got Andrade with CJ now apparently attached to him going up against Danny Garcia. Garcia showing off his dance moves to CJ. She likes that, don't we all? Andrade connects with the nasty corner knees to Garcia. We got a near fall right there. Andrade with the nice fake out elbow locks in the figure eight and Garcia taps out. Andrade with the victory. Pretty good back and forth match. I mean, crowd was really behind Andrade, so I mean that's good. Danny looking solid in defeat. Not bad. Seven at ten. We move on. It is Dalton Castles and the boys going up against Nick Wayne with Luchasaurus and Karishion. Dalton on fire, hitting multiple suplexes, and then Luchasaurus gets involved. The boys in to try and help. Doesn't go so well for them. Luchasaurus chokeslams the boys really hard on the floor. How you doing? Wayne's world on the inside, and Nick grabs the W over Dalton Castles. A pretty solid, entertaining match. I mean, I'm a sucker for Dalton Castles and the boys. I just love that shit. It was fine. Hangman cuts a fired up promo on Swerve. He's going to get his hands on Swerve at full gear in a Texas death match. Oh, fuck yeah. That should be certified bangage. Moving on, it is Roosh and uh, uh, Dralistico with the LFI going up against the Work Horsemen. Big man Drake missing a moonsault. Big combo from LFI. Roosh 
Vicious running corner dropkick and LFI defeat the Workhorsemen. I must say, I am enjoying these Workhorsemen. I think they're pretty damn good as a team. Um, not necessarily a squash like they did get in their offense, but uh, I would like, you know, I would like the worst the Workhorsemen to get worked into uh, the show as a more regular tag team. I'm liking them. LFI, super quick in the ring. Nice combos and high flying. Good match right here. 7 at 10. We got Roderick Strong with the kingdom going up against Darius Martin. Darius learning the hard way that Roddy has some really nasty chops. Oh, oh. Sick kick and a heartache backbreaker puts Darius away. And the king of health, or the king of neck health, Roddy Strong with the W right here. Enjoyable match. I love those fucking chops from Roderick. They are so fucking gnarly. Kingdom punch Darius in the dick, run away before action Andretti can get there. Moving on, it is Julia Hart with Brody King going up against Willow Nightingale. Willow locks Julia in a modified gory special. I freaking love that. Uh, she was like ragdolling her around. Never seen it done that way. I thought that was sick. Willow nails a pounce right after that. Julia hides behind Brody to regroup. Hart hits the moonsault to grab another W. I mean, man, I gotta say, I love Willow Nightingale's moveset. It's, oh, it's so good. She's got so many good moves. The pounds, she did like a full Nelson bomb. Like, oh, so good. Good performance from Willow. Julia gains more momentum. You know, she's using Brody for some assistance, but she did take a lot of big moves and she just kept coming back. So an impressive performance out of Julia Hart. She just keeps winning. Solid match. And now it's the big show. He's on commentary, boo, for pu 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 powerhouse's squash match. Uh, Hobbs and Big Show start trash talking with each other. Don Callis and Fletcher come out to assist Hobbs with the Big Show trash talking. We plant some seeds that Jericho may betray the Big Show in their match at Full Gear. Hobbs attempts to uh, intimidate Big Show. Doesn't work out. Big Show stands up and Don Callis and the family run away like a bunch of chickens. Uh, I, I just, I can't get into Big Show stuff. I'm sorry. Meh. Main event time. Lance Acha, the Murderhawk Monster, and Vincent and Dutch going up against Darby Allen, Sting, I mean Sting, and Edge. Lance Archer just casually destroys all the security around the ring during his entrance. Fucking love that stuff. Thumbs up. Sting and uh, Sting, but mostly Darby getting isolated, keeping Edge out of this tag match. Lance hums Darby across the ring with a suplex. That was dope. Darby gets the hot tag to Edge, who goes absolutely super saiyan, taking out everybody. We got a coffin drop. Coffin drop by Darby takes out Acha. Sting, Stinger Splash, and the Spear Combo on Vincent. Pins and the Icons, plus Darby, pick up the W. Gotta tell you, man, Lance Archer, that's my boy right there. Love this guy. Uh, match was solid. Kind of your standard tag team match, holding Edge back, uh, holding him there for the for the big hot tag. He goes there, makes the crowd happy. He gets in all of the moves. It was solid. It was solid. And the Sting retirement tour continues strong. I don't think I've ever seen... Have we ever seen Edge and Sting, like, in the ring together, working together, anything like that? I don't know if their paths ever crossed in the WWE. I'm pretty sure Edge was uh, retired at that point. But uh, pretty fucking cool, I must say. 
And here comes Karishtian and Sons. They appear on stage, taunting Edge with the TNT Championship as the show ends. A pretty enjoyable collision. You know, the the wrestling was solid throughout. Uh, Maybe a little wrestling heavy. Uh, Again, I feel like there's got to be a balance uh, between WWE and AEW. Like, WWE tends to uh, back burner the wrestling, focus in more on storylines and characters. AEW definitely more prominent with the wrestling. A little lacking on storylines at time and character building. But, um... You know, I have been hearing rumblings that Collision, uh, the ratings have been very not good, so there is a possibility that Collision may get cancelled. You know, I think it would be for the best, honestly. I think, honestly, AEW has way too much, way too many shows going on. Like, you got... Dynamite, you got Rampage, you got Collision, you got Dark, you got Elevation, and then there's also Ring of Honor where you have a lot of your talent over there as well kind of working around, so yeah, I think rather you ditch Collision completely or you combine it with Rampage and you do Rampage Collision together, or I think rather you you cut them both out, cut Rampage Collision, I think keep the YouTube show, Dark or Elevation, I think uh, having a free show Uh, on YouTube to get people interested. I think that's great. Keep that rolling. I'm into that. I don't personally watch it, but I think it's, it's just good to have something out there on YouTube free for people to watch. And Dynamite, I think you should double in on Dynamite. Uh, I would keep it two hours personally. I, I don't like three hour shows. Uh, Raw, I don't, I never liked it once I went to three hours, just too much. Uh, maybe focus in on Dynamite. I know they have a lot of wrestlers. They have a big fucking hefty roster with a lot, a lot of talent on it, and they're trying to spread it out, but, um, it's starting to affect the product, uh, across the board, honestly, like, I still enjoy Dynamite quite a bit, but with Collision being made, it's definitely taken away from Rampage, I used to be really into Rampage, and now it's just kind of like, eh, it's okay, like, you might get a banger on there, sometimes you'll just have a completely dud show, but before Collision, man, Rampage was almost like a guarantee, you're gonna get fucking a really good hour of show so i i like rampage but uh, that's just the rumblings that i'm hearing that you know ratings are not good for collision and there's a possibility that you know maybe they get rid of it we'll see because i mean the way that the show is run right now it's just kind of the the old guy show you know not to be disrespectful but like it's edge it's sting it's christian's show before it was cm punk when he was there and like ftr it's a lot of the older guard on that show, which I'm fine with, but I just, I don't think it's working, um, you, you might have to get uh, a younger guy over there, maybe get Orange Cassidy, I don't know, it's, there's definitely, it's not quite hitting, uh, from, from what I can see, I think it's okay, but, you know, okay, you know, you don't want to just be okay, you want to be really, really good, consistent so we'll keep an eye out for a collision and all that and see if there's going to be any announcements made if any of these shows are going to be canned or not but interesting so we will finish off now with the three stars of the week we got one shout out before we get into the three stars want to shout out my boy Dijak and tyler Bate for their match on nxt this week just oh just goddamn these guys are so freaking talented really strong like a great mix of uh, big and and small and fast and strong. It's Tyler Bate is such a strange uh, wrestler, right? Because he's he's not a very tall guy, but he's big, strong boy. He's strong and fast and stuff. But yeah, nice to see Dijak getting the big win right there. But 
Yeah, hell of a match right there. Good enough for a shout-out. And let's get into the official three stars, starting with the third star of the week going to... The Women's Battle Royale on Monday Night Raw. Oh, baby. I, I am a sucker for a Battle Royale. Uh, some are definitely better than others, but, you know, a Battle Royale is a Battle Royale. They're generally always going to be a lot of fun. This was definitely one of the better ones I've seen. I like the women involved in this match. Really like uh, Zoe Stark getting the win on this one. Nia Jax getting involved in there. Yeah, man, this was a fun um, battle Royale, lots of seeds getting planted, you know, the women's division, um, I'm not going to say it's like a wide open field right now, but there's definitely some new names in there, and again, with Zoe Stock winning this one, that got me really excited, I think she is awesome, should be a really good opponent for Rhea Ripley, so I'm looking forward to that, good enough for the third star, second star, go to FTR versus Commander and Viking Co. on Rampage. One of your certified bangers on Rampage this week. And yeah, if you keep... Maybe that's what they can do with one of the shows. Like, kind of turning it, turn it into, like, a triple-A situation where you're going to have your commanders and Viking go and the, <clears throat> and the Luchador Wrestling uh, be a theme of Rampage or Collision. I think that would be spectacular because the crowd loves it. I love it. It's super entertaining. You give them a right opponent. I mean, FTR can, one of the best tag teams in the world. They'll, they'll go with anybody, but they worked very, very good with the Luchadors. I thought this was a great match. Good enough for the second star. And the first star goes to... It's Penta versus Swerve Strickland on Dynamite. Wow, this match was awesome. I, I, I say this almost every time. I'm not a fan of Swerve Strickland, but goddamn can that guy wrestle. His matches are always super good, super crazy. Lots of near falls, big maneuvers, I mean counters. And of course, you got Penta. He was doing some very vicious maneuvers in that match. Love this, love this combo right here, Swerve and Penta. Keep it up. Good enough for the first star this week. And that is the show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. You're awesome. Hopefully the recap is is getting you through whatever it is you're getting through right now and all that stuff. Uh, if you want to send in any questions or anything related to video games, wrestling, or uh, what's the other thing we do around here? Hockey? Or you can just send in questions related to the podcast, anything like that. You can send them into Twitter. All the links are in the description. Uh, pop a comment on the YouTube channel. These get uploaded to Gamer GX videos, so you can watch the podcast. Uh, drop a comment there. I can answer your comments live on the podcast. That would be super fun. We'll make a segment out of it. Oh, oh, it would be so much fun. Be be send in a question, would you? Ha, that'd be great. And um, what do we got planned for this week? I'm thinking with the GamerCast, we're probably going to do that Hardest Bosses discussion this week since uh, kind of push that one aside so I can do Donkey Kong Country 2 last Last week and go back and listen to that one. The great time uh, going back to the past hockey. It's uh, getting really crazy, especially in the Canadian hockey market. So uh, be on the lookout for this week's game or uh, hockey cast. It should be very interesting, especially revolving around the Edmonton Oilers. Wink, wink. So be on the lookout for that. And as always, thank you everyone so much for listening and or watching if you're doing that as well. And yeah, rate the podcast, review it and all that stuff. Hit the like button on YouTube and all that great stuff. And stick around. We'll be back again soon with some more GX Plus Cast.